so, John, David, uh, how are you? You know what? I usually do this every day. Why don't we make David do it this time? Yeah, I think that sounds good. Welcome to the Fireside Cast, where we talk about news, history, and whatever uh, hilarity comes to mind. Okay, so as you probably noticed, that was just cut and paste out of our third episode. And, Beautifully uh, done. Beautifully done. Great job, John. Well done, me and and David for the intro. Yeah, thank you, David. But uh, David actually can't be here today because his laptop exploded. Yeah. So, uh, usually can't use your laptop after that happens. So that's kind of the situation he's in. And uh, so John and I decided to to sort of make a, a Family Guy-style clip show out of this. Yeah. It'll be like, uh, yeah, a variety show of our past episodes. Help some people get an idea of what we're about. Yeah, so if, if you ever um, want to share, uh, share a particular episode with a friend, this one might be a good idea, because we're going to cover all our greatest hits. And, uh, you know, Joe, going on the album. <laughs> this, one, this, this will be the one we release as a single. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, John. What's that? One of our by far greatest hits is definitely your favorite pun. Pun of what? So they offered uh twenty. They offered twenty twenty thousand pounds to whoever can find uh, Mister Sir John Franklin. Twenty thousand pounds of what? We're gonna we're gonna avoid doing any more history stories involving England because this joke this joke is made too many times. Always funny. It is. It is. It's never funny. Yeah, and he they involved his body and sent it back to England. That's kind of them. Where people still hated him because he was a liar that wasted thousands and thousands of dollars of the public's money and lied to them. Um, but they didn't have dollars because they're British. They had pounds. Yeah, but pounds I'm avoiding what, saying the word pounds. You know, I mean... <sighs> do you think we'd really we'd really take the low-hanging fruit? Yeah, absolutely. We're better than that, David. Yeah. Our That's comedy so- might not be, but... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, but, but what year? What year? 1818. Uh, let's see. Um... We'll, we'll do prices right rules. So um, whoever whoever's closer over under. One dollar. What? <laughs> sorry, sorry. One pound. <laughs> Pounds of what? <laughs> I had made no mention of any monetary value in this podcast. You, you said, said the price, price is right. Rights rules. That was the end. We're yeah, like joke hackers. Enough. If you give us an in, we're, you're done for. <laughs> yeah. Um. There, you promised us cotton, sugar, and indigo. We wasted thousands and thousands of pounds. What were they playing, Carcassonne? Yeah, man. Wait, there are no pounds in Carcassonne. What? John. John. Like, were they playing John? Oregon Trail? Oh God damn it, John! <laughs> and they wasted <laughs> thousands of pounds of meat. Oh my God, John. <laughs> You missed it. I did. Pounds I of what? <laughs> you were set up for it. I was. That was your chance. <laughs> you were supposed to be the chosen one. So, David. Yo. I didn't make the pun. Are you happy? Excellent. <laughs> because our I'm audience ecstatic. isn't. static. Our audience is now upset. Look, little Timmy's over there crying in the corner because of you, David. Mm. He's over there. You were supposed to do the bit. Where he makes fun of the British currency system. I listen every episode, waiting to hear the pounds of what joke. And he's just gonna happen this He just made a lame Oregon Trail reference. I couldn't even beat that game. I think there's so many more apt places when they're talking about dying of dysentery about an hour ago. Okay, there was a guy I was actually wanted to talk about today. I just didn't think there was enough material, so I wanted to do more research. But this man, okay, spoilers for future Fireside cast episode. This man 
um, gave everyone 10 pounds if they voted for him. 10 pounds of what? Hey! Hey! <laughs> I'm waiting for the, the pun for John to break out of something about... He makes the same pun every time, and I can't remember what it is. Well, you haven't do, mentioned do pounds recall? yet, so... Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it is. I'm traumatized by like that's just gonna jump out at me like smack me in the face. That was so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know John. Oh God, we we make we make a great team together, you know. We do. The sad story of Leica, the first dog launched into orbit. 1957, November 3rd. Hmm? Still up there. To this day. <laughs> a, a, a day that will live on in infamy. No capsule, no nothing. There's just kind of a dead dog revolving around the planet. And uh, so around then is when porn started to become a big thing. So, you know, 81's when the internet there's actually been, there's, there's been porn since since greco-roman times i'm talking about i'm talking about high production value porn man not like intricate not these intricate paintings or you know um like that is faces sculpted or no I'm, ta I'm talking about yeah no you need a pizza guy to come in and you don't have the right amount of money to pay for that pizza that's the kind of porn that i want <laughs> there are two options <laughs> The porn option, or you kill the pizza guy. Just take the pizza. This isn't Hitman. <laughs> oh. And then you steal his clothes and infiltrate the pizza shop. <laughs> because you definitely... You, it's, you put the gun in the pizza box. They don't check the pizza box. Oh, yeah, that's true. And then they deliver it to your target. Exactly. That's what you... See, it's, it's these, these tips that you're not going to find on other podcasts. Only here can you find out how to actually ship guns between uh, different restaurants. It wasn't for um, another three years that uh, the first dot .com was created. So instead of having to remember these numbers, it was something simple like john.com or david.com hmm. or, hold on a second, product placement. Firesidecast.tumblr.com. Hey! More there dots. There we go. More dots. Stop dots. Oh, is it like Morse code? Does the computer speak Morse? <laughs> long, long, long. Short, short, short. Long, long, long. <laughs> only, only Morse code I know. I, think, I, I don't know any. I think that's pretty much the only Morse code that everyone should know, though. Like, if, if you know that that's SOS, you know, you got it. You got it. Yeah, that's pretty. It's pretty safe, especially yeah, now that's... since we switched away from QQQ. <laughs> all right. So these these outbreaks just kept kind of happening all throughout, like the you know, the period between the seventh and the seventeenth century. So there's a thousand years where this this thing just existed but at, at right at the 17th century it just stopped no more um hmm. and it's because they had shakespeare they had stuff to do then they're like oh let's go see a play you want to you want to dance till we die uh, i want to see that i want to see hamlet i think i'd rather see hamlet dance-offs where there's circles that are formed and they're crews they're, and like they're very well like, might uh, have been step up step up again <laughs> step up the third time again is that that's step what these movies more. were based off of weren't they yeah yeah, that's exactly what they. There's were gonna be a. Of. All right, I've I've got I've got a pitch. Are you guys down? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll need a little it. help producing. Maybe maybe help me find a couple actors. But let's do a. Ye old step it stepping up. All right. Yeah. Bring it back to this time. It'll be medieval times. We'll have some some uh, lutes, some mandolins, some uh, harpsichords in the background like going off. Yeah. Feel like feel like this feel like this is a ripe vein to mine from. I, I understand that huntsman spiders are completely harmless and they're great because they catch all their like poisonous animals. But if I saw one, I would like fire, just yep. fire, just fire. Those well, things, those things can catch birds. Congrats! This is your house now. Yes. 
I will. I would call someone. I would leave, and I would call someone to come over. Like, <laughs> maybe the police. I'd be like, there is a strange thing in my house. This thing is big enough where you need to arrest it. <laughs> it's like borrow their gun for a second and go in there and just <gasps> eat a lead salad. It caught all the bullets in its web. <laughs> it's throwing them back at me. I think we do pretty well together. You and me bouncing comedy off each other, having it hit the walls, hit our audience a few times. Yeah, it's especially uh, in the more the more you know, like that uh, that one time we we uh critiqued that Timbuktu restaurant. Welcome everyone to the Fireside Review. <laughs> this week's restaurant, Poulet Dior. Situated in beautiful, sunny Mali, this restaurant features a unique atmosphere in which there are live gun performances where they shoot off 21 gun salutes to anyone who enters the restaurant. And, if you're feeling stylish, they offer mandatory blue headdresses at the front. There will be a noisy crowd due to this outdoor vibe and atmosphere you're getting, but fear not, for the weather is always scorchingly hot and dry, so you will never have to worry about rain. Trying to beat the heat? There's plenty of mud huts around, perfectly insulated for this climate. Overall, we'll give this restaurant a 4 out of 5. It was a great place. I really enjoyed it, and I'd like to go back someday. But the question is, how is the chicken? Well, according to a Google user from a review four years ago, the chicken breast was succulent and sautéed in banana beer. It is, it is divine, and it sort of falls off the bone as you eat it. Have you ever been to medieval times there, David? If you've been, able, been to medieval times, the sort of preparation that goes into those chickens, times a hundred, it's just falls right off the bone. Medieval, medieval time or regular times a hundred? Did you just eat a vitamin D, Chewy? With such swag, too. It's like, I've been to normal times 100 and threw it back. <laughs> like, alright, you do you, boo-boo. Alright, let's continue. Yes. What's on, my, what's on my computer desk has not changed since I was in college. It's like three mugs, a jar, like a, like a, um, container full of tea and or coffee and like a bottle of and some, uh, some flaming Hot Cheetos off on the side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Occasional cheat. Occasionally they're Cheeto puffs. I thought they were bugles. But yeah, basically. Next up on the Fireside Review, David's Desk. Next up on the Fireside Review, bugles. <laughs> bugles is a unique food. It's a corn chip almost, but it's designed with a unique... It's, it's a perfectly aerodynamic design intended to fit on the tips of your fingers so you can eat them off in quantities of five at a time. Is that actually why bugles are shaped like bugles? No, they're not, but let's go back to Molly. Oh, yeah. Fabulous place. Love to go again. The chicken was phenomenal, that, that banana beer chicken. Mm -hmm. Exquisite. The atmosphere, thick with culture. Bullets. Especially bullets. <laughs> and mild levels of oppression. <laughs> very mild. Subtle subtle hints of oppression. <laughs> Those very subtle overtones. <laughs> but that's really what made the food taste so good, you know? It's, it's that sixth flavor, you know? Yeah. The one you never expect. The one you always think, this can't be. But it is. <laughs> And we had we had other great ones uh, going back through the episodes. Just dance, just dance it out, just dance till you die. Cause... Just dance, you'll be okay. <laughs> but that's uh, actually where Lady Gaga got her inspiration from these uh, dancing mania. They're like, you know what, Germany sucks, but it's okay, just dance. So would they be gradually losing their salinity then, as people took more and more salt? No, because it would get refreshed. At least that's how I understand it. How? Um, if there, if there's, 
How? Yes, I'm also interested in this infinite source of salt. <laughs> I, you know, I'm unsure, but I'm like the Dead Sea does not get less salty. You know, I think Maybe. by definition, the more salt you take out of it, the well, less salt there is, right? Yeah. Well, but there should generally be a why it's how in the, first place. the laws of conservation of mass work. Yes. Look, if Full yeah. Metal Alchemist taught me anything, the law of equivalent exchange. <laughs> That's true. There's probably someone there dumping dumping garbage in and like, you know what? Transmute this into salt. Where'd my brother go? He's now in a body of armor. I want you guys to guess where the spice islands are. Um in the um spice cabinet aisles. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to say Indonesia. Look in that area. And it is indeed Indonesia, and not China, where all the Europeans thought they were going. I'd like everyone, I'd like to thank the Academy. Um, my mom and dad really helped me out here. They really put me to where I am so I can succeed today. Um, uh, some of my history teachers along the way taught me that those are in fact islands near India. Um, if you could play the music here, John, instead of letting me letting me ramble on the, the, uh, the Academy Awards music to like, play me out. <laughs> let the, let the gotcha. violence gotcha. swell. Got I'll get you. Freaking Canadian over there. I know, like, oh, what's this pie all about? <laughs> Got all this fruit in here, no meat, eh? No meat, does it at least have maple syrup? <laughs> My moose ain't right, gonna right, be right. happy about this. <laughs> Wait, that's not even, that doesn't even make any sense because Canada is also a British colony. <laughs> that's why we still call them tarts, eh? Yeah. So, so Travis, what all of these have in common is that the Greeks they attribute true. the. Uh, well, okay. We don't know that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'd, I'd wager quite a bit of money on this. Maybe, maybe they just nicknamed a guy Poseidon, and he like went around with like a wand full of holy water, and he's like, "I bless this chariot. It's gonna go." The speed of sound, you can trust me on that. And they're Maybe like, have you- Maybe his mechanic was, was named Poseidon. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's under the, so. under the chariot, tuning up the wheels, <laughs> making sure everything's fast. He slides out from under it, wipes the grease off his face. Yeah, you got, fast a, the speed you got a sound. headlight out, but it's no problem, I fixed it for you. Oh yeah. And then insert bits, I don't know. I don't, I don't know exactly. I feel like that was a really poor intro, but, you know, we make no. do with what we're given. Yeah. We've, we play the hand that we're dealt. <laughs> and this is one card <laughs> short of a straight, so... <laughs> <laughs> we're making do. But, you know, it's... You really notice something's missing from this one without... Without David. Did you know there was a, a and speaking of stupid ass wars, there was a war that waged for a hundred years between um, the American government and poachers. In uh, and by poachers, I mean clam, clam and oyster fishermen in um, the Mid Atlantic states. So like the government fought these oyster pirates in Maryland and Virginia for like years because they didn't want them to pirate the oysters anymore, which is so dumb. Yeah, from 1865 to 1959, there were violent fights between oyster pirates and the American government. Yeah, like, apparently after the Civil War, oyster harvesting was super popular because everyone went back from the, came back from the war, right? And they exhausted half the world's supply of oysters. Because <laughs> the Chesapeake Bay supplied half the world's supply of oysters, and apparently when, New, when the New England fishermen came down to the Maryland Bay... They were exhausting the beds, which meant Maryland and Virginia just fought these New England people and the American government. You know what really happened? A, a, a politician figured out that if he took a staunch, staunch stance against oyster pirates, people would vote for him. So then he started arming, <laughs> he started arming his government officials in Virginia. He 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 and his he personally armed an expedition in a tugboat. And engaged the pirates to combat at the Rappahannock River. <laughs> the raid was the high point of this governor's term. 
And when the, when the pot when his popularity sank, he led another expedition to go fight the oyster pirates. He's like, I'm not popular anymore. I need to go fight the pirates. He failed, and the uh, the press mocked his failure to capture the dancing Molly, a sloop run by three women who outran his ship. There's a comedic opera mocking him called The Pirate Treasures Do. David, I know this. Obviously, I know this. But some of our listeners might not. Okay. What's the difference between a lake and a sea? Like, how, how can the Caspian Sea be considered a sea, whereas, like, Lake Victoria's a lake, or, like, I don't know, the Lake Erie's a lake? Like, well, what, first of all, the Caspian... What's the... By, by, by the strictest, strictest definition of lake and sea, uh, the Caspian Sea is a lake. Alright, that's what I thought. Like that it just looks like a lake. Because it's inland and doesn't have direct access to uh an ocean. The the only thing that the Caspian Sea has going for it is that it's giant. Yeah. It is, it is a massive than lake. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing going for it is that um it's salty water. Mm. It's not salt water, but it's not fresh water either. It's salty water. And it doesn't flow into the ocean. There, there's no flow. Like, it doesn't... Well, yeah, well, doesn't the flow... Isn't, uh, doesn't a sea necessarily need to flow into an ocean? I think so. Which is weird. So, like, I have no, no idea... No, what but that's what differenti- no, but that's what differentiates it from, from lakes, where lakes do flow into, into the ocean. Like, a lot of lakes flow into oceans. Well, a lot of... But seas... Like, what is it? The Sea of Japan, the... The, isn't there like a, a sea between England and France, the North Sea or something like that? All these are just like slight areas that aren't the ocean. But mostly whereas it's, like it's the Caspian, surrounded. Whereas like the Caspian Sea is like in the dead center of like... But mostly it's if it's, enveloped by, if it's enveloped by land, it's, it's a lake. Which if is what not. Caspian Sea is. I don't make the rule. I don't like... I didn't name <laughs> the Caspian Sea. David, I don't know why can, we, can, we, can we petition to rename the Caspian Sea Sinaiasa? Who gives a fuck? We do, and all this of our listeners This is a history do. and geography podcast right now, David. Okay. Uh... <laughs> yeah, we're, like, we are broadcasting to... this live to our viewers, and they oh. deserve to know what makes the sea versus what all makes right. the the Caspian <laughs> Sea should be a lake. Is everyone happy right. now? Yes. Like, We're gonna start a petition, like, everyone. This isn't Tell France. Everyone you know. We have a council that just makes rules for shit. Fuck you. Can friends. we can we get a like a change.org petition to yeah. rename the Caspian Sea the Caspian Lake? We're gonna actually let's let's if we get all of our fans to do it, we're just gonna rename it the Fireside Lake. Oh, that's <laughs> great. <laughs> that is fucking great. <laughs> oh man. Scooby Doo. The Mazda Six looks really cool. Or a sedan. Like, now, why is it called Mazda? Ah, Mazda is actually named after the god Ahura Mazda after the ancient religion of um, Zoroastrianism that was worship uh, that was commonly believed in in Persia two thousand years ago. Um, and they will, and it was th- those actually where Christianity got the dichotomy of good and evil from, like a good god versus an evil, like a good deity versus an evil deity. That's how like the Jews borrowed. The Zoroastrian concept of good and evil, because before there was just God in, in the Jewish religion, and um, Ahura Mazda was the god of good, and they believe that everything you do in life that is good contributes to his power. And so when the Japanese were making cars, they're like, we want to make a good car, so they named their car after the god of good, which is Ahura Mazda, shortened to Mazda. At the age of 27, mm-hmm. he uh, left his family and his children to become a pirate. Because his wife was too naggy. Hmm. Sounds like a reasonable guy. Or as historians call it, the discomforts he found in married state. So despite not knowing anything about boats and sailing, so he goes to the shipyard, the local shipyard. He's like, build me a 60-ton sloop and give me six guns. He just he just builds his own ship. So normally pirates, when they become pirates, they're, they normally sail on a boat first. And, um... They either mutiny to get their boat, like they just, you know, take over the boat they're already on, or they board another boat and take over the boat that they got to by being on a boat in the first place, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or they're part of the navy, and the government's like, you gotta, be, you get to become a privateer, which means you pirate other countries, but not us. And they're like, screw it, we're just gonna pirate everybody. So they, they go, they go from privateer to regular pirate. Those are the usual ways of how people get their boats. This man just went up to the ship and it's like, build me this big ass boat and put six guns on it. And uh, the guy who got pirated recalls seeing Bonnet just roll out in his nightshirt, still kind of wounded. He's like, oh, oh, I'm still in pain. You guys go fight. Just rolls out in his nightshirt to take part in the wine. His crew's just like, you're horribly incompetent, and they just failed pirating a boat. And everybody's like, fuck it. We're leaving you. So his crew left him, and Blackbeard's like, well, I'm taking over your boat now. And historians say he was surprised that his colleague would betray him like that. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of like the fact glue that holds us all together. He's the reason we're here. He um brought back some 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 ore though, thinking it was gold. And and on on one expert's opinion, the man said this ore is gold bearing. So his merchant buddies who backed his first voyage were like you should go back and get us more gold. Because gold. <laughs> alright, alright. So, he, he no longer was looking. Now he's he's there for gold. So he goes over. Second time. Mm -hmm. He took 200 tons of this orb, who an expert said was worth 5.2 pounds per ton. And he took 200 tons of it back with him. Um, He then captured three more Inuits from Baffin Island. Because the first time uh, was not okay. <laughs> he's like, fuck you guys. <laughs> he, he, he came this back. This time is personal. He came back. He's like, I'll give you back these guys if you give me back my five dudes you guys took last year. <laughs> and they said no. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why he's your favorite person. <laughs> um, he, was, he was met by the queen. And he said, look, I found 200 tons of this ore, has gold in it, each worth 5.2 pounds. They were like, this is pretty good. This is pretty good. Go again and get us more gold. So <laughs> he goes back. But is this actually gold? Oh, John's smart. John's real smart. Is it iron pyrite? It is iron pyrite. It is iron pyrite. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you, you foreshadowed... Or implied earlier that it wasn't really gold, but the story kept going, so I was like, are these people just still buying it? What if what if they knew it wasn't? <laughs> <laughs> what if they're just like, fuck this guy and his crew? So he, he goes back with a colony, everything needed for a colony of 100 men, and 15 boats. He came back. He got more ore. He got a lot of ore. He got 1,350 tons of ore. <laughs> Six times more than he did the second time. So, is this metric tons or just straight 2,000 pound tons? Are we doing Troy units? Straight 2,000 pound a... tons, because they're, they're, they're British. This is not, didn't switch the metric then. Then how many tons was it? And, um... After many years... No, 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 David, David, how many, how many tons was it? This is important. How many tons? 1,350. Mm -hmm. 1,350. Some quick internet conversion. So 27. Okay. 27,000 pounds. Wow. Uh, That's a lot actually, of useless... Actually, it is, uh, it is slightly more than 27,000 pounds. Is it 270,000? Did I forget to carry the zero? It is 2,700,000 pounds. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oh, 2,000 has, oh, God, 2,000 has a lot of zeros in it. <laughs> let's, let's just, let's just, John will fix this in post. John will fix this in post. And I'm, I'm especially, especially impressed by the random times that you can just pull out these, these beautiful fact nuggets out of nowhere, just out of the top of his head, and they're, they're right usually, too. And yeah. He's really got to just put it out there. Right out there. Mm -hmm. All the kids can see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! If while you're chopping and screwing this, you need you need 
us to like re-record something just just let me know tomorrow and, and tomorrow night we can we can re-record the things you want me to say all right yeah this, that's probably gonna be a good idea <laughs> <laughs> yeah but <laughs> as uh this is this has sort of gotten really off the rails so <laughs> When when David comes back, you know, he'll probably keep us together because our best work, honestly, comes when all three of us are are working together like like the well-oiled machine that we really are. This guy doesn't know how to fight. He still doesn't know how to sail. Um, That's why he's the underdog. The yeah, this is this is a Jackie Chan style underdog story. All right, he's coming up. This is a really strange underdog story. Like, I bet you never thought this guy that had everything. Who left his life because he was bored to become a pirate would come back as the success. <laughs> Bet you didn't see that coming. He went from one successful venture to another successful venture. <laughs> Against all, almost no odds, actually. Against no, zero risks, no odds. Bought it with his, like, his, his, his crew set sail to find his treacherous partner. Like, you, you know, deliver pirate revenge. And uh, no, he just never found Blackbeard ever again. Pirate revenge? <laughs> <You know. laughs> what does pirate revenge consist of? Walking the plank in the shark-infested waters? I'm glad you said that. Did you know Bonnet is reportedly one of the few and first pirates to make people actually walk the plank? I did, actually. I was just setting you up for that. I knew every single bit of that. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> just, wanted to, just wanted to give you a logical lead-in. You see, this is this is where it goes bad, right? Because the South Carolina governor heard of him now. He's like, that dude, he, he, he contacted North the North North Carolina governor. Like, you know that dude you pardon? He's pirating my shit again. Sends the, sends the American Navy. <laughs> Lock it down. <laughs> um, with 130 men. And uh, at this point, Bonnet has 46 pirates. So 130 versus 46 mm-hmm. in a river. I'm just going to be honest here. His exit strategy wasn't well thought out. You know, if you're in the ocean, if you're in the ocean, you got about like, uh, let's say 270 being generous if you're up against a coastline, 270 degrees of like leaving this shit behind. If you're in the river, if you're in a river, you got two ways to go. <laughs> Either up or downstream. Now, now we get to see his, his sailing prowess. They tried to pincer him with two sloops and Bonnet's like, this is it. I'm gonna avoid this. This is what he's worked for. I'm gonna avoid- All he of his pilots. training is he, coming up now. He avoids it. <laughs> he avoids it by 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 uh by moving the ship close to the river's shore to avoid the ships. So he grounded his ship, and now his ship can't move. <laughs> <laughs> this man is great. This is this is the one time that's been in credit his that he pilots the ship. Like he he sails the ship. He's aggrounded. Aggrounded. <laughs> You keep saying liberal liberal education. See, I, I generally like feel that's like a loose education. Like he's being extremely liberal with his education. He learned a he learned a little bit of alchemy. You know, he's he's currently into phrenology. No, no, it, it means like you know, apply liberally, like apply education to the forehead <laughs> liberally. Just just liberally massage education into the cranium. You know how like. Rich white people used to used to teach their kids like Greek, Latin, used French, to. Spanish. Okay, still have them learn like three <laughs> instruments, teach them physics, math, and chemistry, and then send them off to Europe to have sex for a year, and then come back to run the family business. You know that? Yeah, yeah. that's that's like exclusively an Asian thing now. That doesn't sound like an like an Asian thing. Now. I don't know most it, most Asian. It actually does sound like an Asian thing now. Yeah, like they have to learn an instrument, I, they have to learn another language, they get shipped off to some English speaking country, and usually have sex with someone. And then they go back they to their fit, country to run their family business. Yeah, that fits a lot of the criteria you just mentioned. Mm. <laughs> Pretty sure every touche point for point. <laughs> Touche. Um, so this man goes to trial and he refuses a lawyer. He's like, I'm gonna do this. 
He's gonna cross. He cross examines himself. His own witnesses. Oh. <laughs> he cross examines himself. Now, how do you plead, Captain Thomas? Actually, it's Mister Stephen to you. You take that back, Captain Thomas. <laughs> he uh, he basically is his yes, own lawyer. Man. You know how like people who tend to have liberal educations can do this because they've read all the classics. They're great orators. Uh huh. So like, this is a will hunting mm-hmm. moment. Yeah, and then um, you know what the 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 prosecution does? They bring out the captains that he let go. He he let the the captains who like recognized them is like yeah that's him. So uh, because of the damning evidence of people just that he did it were there, um, he got sentenced to death. <laughs> he didn't he didn't get a trial uh, by combat. Trial tra- nah, by boating. He... I can outboat you guys. <laughs> <laughs> what I learned at boating school is. <laughs> He begged real hard to the governor and was like, you know, if you, I promise never to uh, become a pirate again if you just let me live again. This time, if you give me a second pardon, I'll never, I'll never pirate again. Uh, and I can, I can promise this because I'll chop off my own arms and legs. What? Is <laughs> <laughs> but a scratch, man. He's like, if you let me live, if you let me live, I'll chop off my limbs. Judge, jury, and executioner? This guy's like... Attorney judge jury and executioner. He's defending himself. He's suggesting the punishment. He's like, you know what? I probably deserve this. I will, in fact, cut my own limbs off. This guy's going <laughs> above and beyond. He is the criminal justice system right now. If there was ever a list of pirates, I feel like this guy might be. I don't know if he would be at the bottom. He'd be pretty close. <laughs> the he international should... rankings of pirates. <laughs> they should have that. They should have a leaderboard. They do. He's 15. He's 15 on the top 20 of richest pirates. Oh, wait, what? The pirate age. Yeah. <laughs> wait, what? So he's the 15th best pirate. <laughs> he pirated for a year, didn't know how to pirate, but still, like, if he was still alive today, probably still wouldn't know how to pirate, but managed to become the 15th. <laughs> Around this time, the Berlin Wall has fallen, and everyone realized, well, if there's no more Berlin Wall, there's no more Soviet Union, we can have an internet now. Which is actually, actually more true than you would think at first glance. Hmm. Once Once there was no more Cold War, I just used a lot of air quotes for the people at home. Um, (laughs) um, This became opened up for commercial use. And in 91 is when the World Wide Web was created. And so... By Al Gore. By Al Gore, yeah. It's just a series of tubes, guys. Yeah. Um, That's how it works. How are you going to send data? Okay. First send of all, it, it technically solid. is because the internet works through a series of waveguides, which is basically, for lack of a better word, a tube where light is reflected inside the tube. The thing was, his... His... His idea that if you make the tubes wider more information can come through just physically hurt me as someone who understands the principles of single mode wave fibers as someone <laughs> like, who understands that bigger things can flow through bigger things i have that's to not how that that's not how that works though <laughs> uh 2004 is when william podcast came up with the name podcast his name. <laughs> I, I know this one. I know this story. <laughs> who is who's William Podcast's name, David? If you know this one, William Comp Podcast. You know from the long illustrious line of the uh, Will Caster podcasts. Um, sent it from a long, long si- the scion of internet communications. He was a young boy. He he really enjoyed tennis and cricket in his free time. And uh, one day, <laughs> you, you know, he took advantage of, of uh, the ascent of British radio and thought to himself, wouldn't it be great if I just saved my shows so that everyone else can listen to it uh, around the world? Because, you know, ever, uh, Britain was the empire where the sun never set, so everyone really cared about them. And, exactly. thus, and thus, he created the podcast, which he hosted on Tumblr uh, back in the 1980s. Um, you know, <laughs> during the golden age of British radio. So, mm-hmm. uh, as a result, uh, every single other internet radio show has been dubbed the podcast after William Podcast, the, the you know the scion of the podcast of Wolfhamshire. 
I'm sad to say this, David, but you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so the Vikings uh, actually made it all the way over to Newfoundland, and uh, they continued to do trading and hunting in that area until they stopped hey, because of the. Yep. Is there an old Foundland? I hate you so much. No, <laughs> old Foundland would be land. <laughs> well, there's a New York and a land. New Jersey and a New Mexico. And there's a well, old Foundland implies you, first of all it's old, and second of all you already found it because it's old, so it's just land. So land. is it just Foundland? No, it's land. You found it already. It's old. Our dear listeners, our dear listeners, um, David gets so upset about everything we're going to talk about this episode. This is where you're going to derive your amusement, not from the inherent amusement quality of this information. No, it is from David's vigor. Continue. This is literally the pinnacle of Western history. Anyway, so. <laughs> it makes it, it makes a beautiful fact and humor harmony that that resonates stronger than either could on their own. They they called the Northwest Passage going from the west through the island of California, the Strait of Anya. Named after the province of Anya, which doesn't exist, which was a Chinese province mentioned in Marco Polo's book. So there's no Chinese province called Anya, there's no island called California, and there's definitely no strait called the Strait of Anya. Uh, yeah, but... And even if there was, it would be on the other side of the world from where they thought the Strait of Anya was. Yes. What the fuck, old-timey people? Well, I mean, okay, Baja California is pretty Over three. And it's the Spanish. Yeah. It's the Spanish. The British are a little better. The, the British are a little better at it. I'm pretty sure that could be a motto for life. The British are a little bit better than the Spanish. <laughs> Although if I were to ask you who, which country successfully navigated Northwest Passage, uh, I don't think you guys can do it. I think it would be an interesting guess. Norway. Well, never mind. Try this one again. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Got it and won! Uh, after doing a sweet autopsy and toxicology report, you guys want to guess? You guys want to guess what they died of? Lead poisoning. Other than, other than cannibalism. Heartbreak. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! It, what is it? What is it? Trick, trickna, trickna! God damn it! I'm, I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. What is it? So. Did the ones that cannibalized the others get lead poisoning from the ones that were eaten? They they looked at the bodies, and the bodies mm. looked perfectly healthy, although some of them had tuberculosis, and the rest of them had pneumonia. But they were pretty alright, because uh, malnutrition, chronic disease, or foul play was ruled out. So, the last person to die, they looked at his hair, and showed that his hair contained 228 parts per million of lead. What? There was 220 parts per million of of lead in his hair. In his hair? Yes, alone, just in his hair alone, which is oh, 100 yeah. times over the acceptance. Oh, there you, there you go. go. There you go. I was just about to ask that. Boom, you were right on it. So was he drinking the water in Flint, Michigan? <laughs> Damn. Was he sailing in the water above Flint, Michigan? Both of those are gonna give you that much lead. So, <laughs> so, so the current, the contemporary theory is that uh, they kept eating food from these lead cans, which dripped lead onto the inside of their food until their organs shut down. Like, didn't they use tin back then? Yeah. Why did they choose lead instead of tin? No, the the tins are made from tin. The the lead is the soldered the uh, the tin together. Oh, they soldered it. Yeah. Oh. oh. Why? <laughs> Why? Did we? Okay. They did... didn't have a blowtorch available <laughs> to weld it shut. You need to. You need to have like no nothing. It needs to be an airtight container for your tins, man. Just boil it. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> There were big, sloppy globs of soldering spots on the interior of the tins that they found. Globs! So they weren't even friends. good at globs. soldering! <laughs> One, they soldered their shit. Two, they soldered it poorly! 
You can just straight up pressurize it. They, I know for a fact you have a hydraulic press at this time. Well, you know, Reagan should have known that so he didn't have to fuck up that desk. <laughs> nobody, nobody involved with this ship knows what hydraulics is, including Reagan. <laughs> 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 so, so unlike our previous incompetencies, right? This dude isn't like a shitty captain, and like didn't get lost. No, no, no. You told me he was the one who procured these foods. He is a <laughs> shitty captain because he soldered <laughs> these cans shut. But he personally did not solder the cans, man. He signed off on it. He looked and saw just globs of solder on the inside of these cans. He's I mean, like, it's like, you're good to yeah, go, buddy. You know, I mean, like, yeah, try one first. If he didn't, <laughs> that's just as bad. And if he didn't until he got on the boat, and then they stopped at two other islands on the way to the voyage. Like, he had multiple <laughs> times to be like, dude, this sucks. <laughs> we should rename our podcast to Hindsight is 2020. Or, like, Modern Science, greater than Old Science. <laughs> that's the name of this episode, Hindsight's 2020, okay? <laughs> So yeah, that, none that's... of us have 2020 vision. Oh, John, do you have 2020 vision? No. Good. I used none I of used us to have 2020 vision. But then it went to like 2030. I don't know. Did it go to 2016? You know. Yeah, it. 2015. Now it went to 2016. <laughs> <laughs> yep, just just got a little bit worse, but not that much. <laughs> I'm gonna be blind in one of my eyes when I'm really old. <laughs> <laughs> we are on fire, David. <laughs> we just completely stopped realizing. We just stopped listening to you for a second. We were talking about eyesight. What were you saying? Oh man, the Inuits. The Inuits, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Actually, actually came in contact with the crew. Like I said, the shadowy figures. Yes. And they said that they were half mad and resorted to cannibalism. And we can now tell now because there are striation marks on the bones of the people that they found. They <laughs> ate the dead. <laughs> but not not in like a savage way. Not in a savage way. It was a mechanical stripping of flesh. Because they were, you know, so British. Of course. <laughs> Very polite stripping of flesh. <laughs> Did they salt the meat at least? Maybe? Did they have tea with their meal? <laughs> How many crumpets did they send over? Many. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Captain, we've got the food. Do you have the crumpets? <laughs> Do I have the crumpets? Opens the door, an entire room filled with crumpets. I'm ashamed you have to ask. <laughs> But probably full of lead. Lead crumpets. <laughs> oh, God. Now available in the stores near you. Yeah, if you, order, if you order store. a crumpet from your local local uh, Starbucks, it will have lead in it. Well-known fact. Mm -hmm. Nice. All right, so are we going to continue? I thought we were. I thought that was all historically accurate. So then, so then. But then the, the question is, is vague, right? They, they were outfitted with three years worth of food. Why were they resorting to cannibalism? I didn't ask that question, but I now see how someone could. So, so in 2014, they actually found one of the boats. Hey. Wow. So now, Travis, on I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you, I'm going to posit a question, right? What do, you th what do you think the pipes in the boat was made from? And what they were soldered with? You know, lead the lead? things that carried fresh water to them as they drank it. <laughs> Wait. So, Flint, Michigan took their ideas from this guy's boat? <laughs> <laughs> Those bacteria, it's not the same. <laughs> so, so, the White House gets the wood... And Flint, Flint Michigan, Michigan gets the pipes. <laughs> so remember, right? These two ships were like top of the line new technology. They had a new, they had a new infrastructure to turn seawater into freshwater drinking water that will pump from the ocean through pipes. Uh -huh. So, so yeah. Travis, right? 
what are, what are the pipes made out of? And they're made out of lead, aren't they? They're made out of lead? You can't tell, but I'm looking wistfully off in the distance, audience. <laughs> I'm staring directly into his eyes. <laughs> we have a moment. Time stops. Record scratch. Continue. Freeze frame. You're probably wondering, probably how, wondering how, we got here. how we got here. <laughs> that was good timing. <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> no! That should have been our intro! <laughs> we can still do it. <laughs> Just like <laughs> Oh man, just do something. <laughs> just go like out of the wall, just like have a whole bunch of <laughs> Or just do like do like the 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 MLG intro or something. <laughs> you have it be out of the wall and just Record scratch. Breeze frame. You're probably wondering how we got here. <laughs> it all started when David's computer exploded on one fateful night. Explosion sound effect. <laughs> Actually, well, you know I can use... What is what? it? There was uh, this one one of the clips where you were, uh, you were saying, Welcome to the Fireside cast. I'm Travis. And I'm John. And that's it. <laughs> We're back again. You know what we can do right now, and we can always that? do this. Since David doesn't participate in social media, mm -hmm. we can give the sign off. We can. You know, like you can always rate and review us on iTunes. Listen to mm -hmm. us, share it with a friend. Yeah. If you hate it, share it with an enemy. Um. Smash what, that what subscribe button. Hit it like three times. The more you hit it, as long as it's an odd number, the more it re we, we feel it every time. Mm-hmm. Right here. Right in the heart. Makes us feel so wonderful. Warm and fuzzy. Mm-hmm. It's um, not the cholesterol. Don't worry about it. So, if you did send in uh, a request for this week, oops. Oops. Uh, if you didn't, you can send one in for next week, and we'll, we'll read it and we'll get to it. Yeah, we'd like to hear what you guys want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> and we might not know it, and David <laughs> might not know it, but you know, after one of these episodes, we, we, we yeah. have learned so much along the way. Hey, I mean, I'm not trying to get you guys out of work or anything, but you know, school's coming around. And, you know, you need some sort of history project or research that you don't really feel like doing and it's a few weeks off, we got you covered. Yeah, we're like, we're like the cliff notes of history. If cliff notes also had a section, just, just sections throughout the book full of just jokes for no reason. And actually, actually, if, if you, if you do email us and... Um, and really, really want something. Um, David, like, looks all this stuff up, so he might even be able to provide you with sources. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. We'd, yeah, I mean, see. yeah, just let us know. We, we'll hook you up. <laughs> but don't tell nobody. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, if, uh, what is it? If you... We could do something cool, you know, like yeah. we could, we could, we could, if, if you're listening with a group of friends, you know, a whole bunch of you together, send us an email. We'll record a little something special for you and uh, you can play it at, play it with your people. Mm -hmm. Let's say the coolest kids ever. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll mail you a direct copy of this <laughs> and it'll have an, an awkward intro where. Where we just before the before the the intro music, we'll just record scratch freeze frame. <laughs> I see you over there, Mike Michael. What are you doing? Put down the chips, Michael. You you've had enough. 
Let someone else get some chips for a change, huh, Mike? You know what, Michael? Uh, we've been meaning to talk to you about this for a while. Uh, your, your, your crippling heroin addiction is really tearing this family apart. <laughs> it really, really needs to stop, Michael. We're here for you. We love you. <laughs> we'll send you autographed t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an ordeal, but we could probably get it done. <laughs> probably. <laughs> start at someone's house we'd mail the box to the next person's house and we'd mail it to the third person's house <laughs> oh gosh uh, follow us on twitter yeah follow us in real life I mean yeah. it'd be a little weird but I mean it's the thought that counts I've never had an entourage so I haven't either. I think it'd be pretty cool. It would. Yeah. You know, the general cities that we live in, if you, if you want to go on a <laughs> scouting mission. Um, else? Uh, on Twitter, we're at FiresideCast. I'm mm-hmm. at Travis J. Kohler. I'm at J. Lockard. That's spelled L-O-C-K-A-R-D. Followed by three I's because I'm the third. Jay Lockard, I, I, I. Why don't you change your Twitter handle to John Fitz John Fitz John? John Fitz John Fitz John Fitz John Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that would be pretty uh. pertinent. Although I'm thinking of you, I'm thinking of using this like as an extension of my more professional but still slightly personal self. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's what I'm doing with my, my, my tweets. Mm-hmm. Although I have I been retweeting a whole bunch of dank memes recently. I've just been retweeting Fireside Cast. <laughs> <laughs> I was hurt when you didn't retweet my uh, my message about David's computer exploding, John. Oh, I didn't? No. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I, I even, this did I even right say now. when? Or, or you, can, you can, you know... You, if you're ever feeling lonely, you can you can email us at thefiresidecast at gmail.com. You know, we'll we'll read it. We might get back to you, you know, depending on how busy we get. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll probably get back to you, you know? Yeah. There's there's about a 90% chance. I mean, we're not we're not super famous yet. We can probably talk to you pretty personally right now. Yeah, there's a 100% chance right now. <laughs> but if you're listening to this a couple years in the future... You might be out of luck. So, for all you fans out there right now, we're, I mean, we're waiting. We're waiting to be famous. It's on you now. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are the ones that are holding us back. You so. guys really need to step up your game. <laughs> I've got sunglasses. I just need, I need a baseball cap. And I've been trying to find an excuse to buy one other than the fact that it makes me look like a dad. But <laughs> <laughs> I could really use use it to finish up my I'm out in public but want to cover my face look that celebrities go for. Uh, let's see. Yeah, no, we haven't gotten any emails. I just checked to make sure. Womp womp. Womp. Well, yeah, that's, that's how you get a hold of us. I mean, do it, please. <laughs> Even if you think it's dumb. Even if you've already heard something about it before, maybe we'll dig up something you've never heard before. Yeah. If it's your, uh, your very favorite part of history, I don't know, maybe. We might even be able to convince, uh, we might even be able to convince David to do something modern. That'd be nice, huh? You'd like that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? <laughs> back enough, back enough. Oh gosh. <laughs> All right. And cut. Yeah. And scene. Um, Wait, how do we even Oh, you know what you should do? What? You should just cut your I've <laughs> I'm still David. Just cut and paste it from one of them. <laughs> 
I probably will. I'll probably cut and paste the one you did. <laughs> it's I'm in like Steve episode. Y- yes, exactly. <laughs> oh man. Or we can be like, and he's not David anymore. <gasps> boom, boom, boom. Will David get his computer fixed? Will the Fireside cast ever begin with facts again? Find out next week on the new exciting episode of Fireside Cast. (laughs) That's it. That's the end. That's the button. That's how we end this. There you go. You did it. (laughs) You've won it podcast.